We interrupt this program for a special report by WKMU. Staten Island, New York. This is 87.9, but this isn't your regularly scheduled program. We're WKMU taking over your local radio station. And we're interrupting your broadcast to bring you some strange and wonderful stories to get you through your day. Good morning, Earth. It's time to get up. So just in case you guys missed it, there's like this weird phenomenon happening in Northern Ireland right now where every day at like midnight to 1 a.m. or like something like that, there's like a humming sound that comes up. Oh, yeah. I forgot all about that. I heard about that, too. Isn't that so weird? Like just and they don't know where it's coming from, why it's happening and none of that. And it just happens every night at midnight, one o'clock. And um, this this is not the only place that has happened in. There's like places in England, and there's um like Australia's going through it too. Wait, so it's not even just I thought because you said Ireland and England, but it's also Australia. Yeah, not Austria, Australia, Australia. Yeah, yeah. So why would they have that? And it happened. And it happened in the UK in 1970, and it's freaking me out a little bit. Like, why humming to me sounds like um a motor or something. Like, you know how, like, a laptop can hum or, like... Is there anything You know famous? what I mean? Like, an engine humming. Do me a favor. Look up where Stonehenge is. That's in Scotland, isn't it? I think so. What if this is, like, a natural occurrence that happens every few, you know, years? And, um, like, see how far Stonehenge is from where... Does it say specifically where in Scotland the noise is? Or is it just in Scotland in, in general? In Stonehenge, there's a, there was humming? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. I'm saying, where is Stonehenge? Was that in Scotland? Well, I'm not, I guess I'm not not saying that. But I guess what I'm saying is that maybe this is a, a, a naturally occurring thing. And uh, it happens every few, you know, maybe 100 years or so. And that's why they did Stonehenge. But what would, I don't get what Stone, how Stonehenge would help. It I, says Whitshire, England. Oh, so it's in, oh Salisbury Plain in which are sorry, Max. England. I know I'm stupid. Uh, stupid Americans. Two miles west of Amesbury. Oh, so it's not too far off. It's still in the area. I don't know. Just like how the pyramids were built, maybe there's reasons why. Maybe the sound for some reason was a. a it could be. We don't, we don't know why it was built. So you know, but, it's a you know. It's, I just don't know why you connected Stonehenge and the humming. Oh, because I know Stonehenge was in. I was thinking of like. What would be built like a long time ago? Like that could be, uh, you know, they built because they heard a weird humming sound and they couldn't figure out where it was coming from, and <laughs> you know they erected this like shrine to it, like to maybe that's why they mapped out the stars as they were trying to, like make a map of where the sound was coming from, hmm. and everything it was like aligned so they could say, well, it's not coming from this way, it's not coming from this way, but you know who knows? I think it's just uh, kind of fun. Okay, to think about. <laughs> I guess I see what you're saying. Um... But yeah, uh, I don't know. It just really freaks me out. And I don't know, because recently I was learning about bridges and how they have like there are certain fake bridges because what they are are like these um, air vents. Like it's just a ventilation system. Oh, like how in and New York City think, has yeah, a whole bunch of fake buildings. There's all these fake buildings with fake ventilation that are fake, vent- not fake ventilation, but are ventilation systems. Yeah. Like if you've ever seen know, New York yeah. City skyline, there is a big gray building with no windows and just these holes in the middle and at top. It's supposed to be a venting system 
for I think the uh like the train Tun- station for tunnels and stuff yeah and train stations I guess and um and there's a bunch of them around the city it's just the humming just reminds me of that like yeah. it just makes me think like there's something underneath that they're not telling us it's the aliens trying to get out yeah or like they're charging up their engines and shit speaking of aliens do you know who Goldie Horn is I'm not sure she was in I don't know if she's still with them or if they, if it's still a thing but she was with Kurt Russell for the longest time she was an actress big in the 80s and early 90s she did the movie overboard um her daughter is actually kate hudson i know her well she was on a podcast called time to walk and she was talking to them about this um encounter she believed she had uh in her early 20s like uh she was actually like sleeping in her dance friend's car and while she was sleeping she noticed that there were these Three, two or three beings off in the, not too far. Like, you know, you know how you look out the window, they're not too far, but they're not right at your window either. Okay. So she sees them and they have like these uh, triangle heads and they're gray and they have slits for mouths and big eyes. And um, they're like talking in a language she can't understand. And apparently uh, they looked over at her direction and like pointed. So she's not sure if they pointed at her or, or what. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for a while there, that's how she thought the story ended. But she went on, I think it was hypnosis or something like that. And uh, they brought back memories of what happened when she kind of blacked out. And they came over and touched her. And she said she felt like huge bliss after that. Hmm. And I found this on like, uh, like not mirror, but like one of those ones that you, you know, they have a bunch of fake stuff. So I actually Googled it. Yeah. Time said it, a whole bunch of other uh, people said it. You know, it's like how Tom, Le- what's his name? Tom Leone? Yeah, De- Delone. Yeah, Delone. Delone. I think it's Tom Delone. He actually, you know, he's a big uh, advocate of aliens. He actually says they're not from this dimension, though. They're not from out of space, which makes sense. Have you ever? We don't have any pictures of spacecraft in space, right? I mean, I know we don't like the photos that we have now, but they're still they're leaked. Like stuff does get leaked, and you, you, f- I feel like something as big as a spaceship seen somewhere deep in space was seen. That would have been like someone would have been like, "Oh, I gotta leak this." Even like after a while, like that's just it's how text, it just seems like there's you know, look at all the alien videos we have now. Like someone leaked those. I I it makes me feel like I wonder if uh, I keep stuttering a lot. I'm sorry, all my listeners. <laughs> um, I just I feel like if there are aliens, they're not gonna come from the sky. And the more that we do this research and find out more and hear what other people say and stuff, like it just feels like. If they're going to come from the sky, someone's going to see it already, would have seen it already. But the fact that it comes from the ocean, I think it's easier for these aliens to hide. Yeah, so that's basically what that. his belief is that they build like a submarine type thing and yeah. they figure how to go in between dimensions. And these hummings really could be like, I don't know. You know, it's, it's funny too because Joe Rogan uh, believes uh, like peyote is a drug that, not that, his belief that isn't the drug that gets you high and makes you see things. His belief that it brings you to another dimension. Because people who take it see the same beings in their world, in their high world, describe them perfectly. They say basically the same thing, mm-hmm. so they feel like they're same. In, they mean the same dimensional creature, mm-hmm. so they feel like maybe Bigfoot is like one of those things that came in from like another or, dimension. Um, the other guy so that everybody's been talking about, yeah. Sasquatch. Yeah, well, well, that's Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah, this like, like the, the no, thing. like a Sasquatch is Yeti. I don't know. They could all they're be like all, the same they're, they're guy. They're all the same thing. Yeah, it's just like a Pokemon <laughs> regional thing. It's yeah. a, you know, it's, it's shiny or something. I don't know. It's a shiny, yeah. Um, 
But speaking of space, let's take a quick pause because I'm going to rip paper out. I'm going <laughs> to... I was going to cut that out, but because that happened, I might leave some of this in. Everybody, this is Editing Sky, and I realized I was saying neutrons when I meant neutrinos. So every time you hear neutrons, just know I meant neutrinos. All right. uh, If everyone knows, I talk about black holes on this show. Uh, Those things are super freaky. They're creepy. Um, And then some people actually feel like that there's a possibility that uh, they're gateways between universes and Mm -hmm. galaxies. Mm -hmm. Because every major galaxy, or mostly all of them, I got to double check, but I'm pretty sure it's all of them. They each have their own black hole. So why does it they only have one black hole, and why does everyone have one? Unless it's like a, you know, interdimensional travel type thing. But there are also these things called blazars, which are basically these uh, universes that are control, uh, like they fed, they feed off the um, black hole's energy, and it shoots out like pulsars. Remember how we talked in the other episode? Like basically, it's light emitting neutrons. Uh huh. And uh, I never understood what a neutron was, but a neutron is a subatomic particle with a mass close to zero, so it's very light. It's hard to see. Um, they usually don't react to other matter, and they have something called a half um, integral spin. Now, I keep hearing this on um, Big Bang Theory, and I can't understand what, what it was. So for you guys hearing this, and you could get freaked out like I can, um, they're basically ghost particles because they're so small and they're like invisible, and they don't react to anything. But hold on. Um, oh, so basically, a half integral spin is imagine a, a baseball or a tennis ball. If you spin it completely around, it goes all the way around. But for some reason, when it goes on a full spin, the face is only halfway through the spin. Even the dough, it made a full spin. So it needs two full spins to completely go around. Okay. Why? Like, how can that be possible? How can, how can, like, the baseball spin completely around, but the, you know, the, you know, the signature on it is on the other side only. Yeah, it makes it seem like, um, there's like two layers to this in a way. Like, I am, or like, you know how it's going to sound weird, but like, uh, I don't know how else to explain it, but you know how like some dudes have like extra skin. And you have to like pull it to really like get it out. Like it's kind of like the same foreskin? thing. Yeah, you it's kind of like you spin it, and then the skin stays in place. So then now you have to spin it again to get the skin to to you know go around. I'll, I'll take fully. your word for it. Do you know what I'm saying? No, though? I'm circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> it's just imagine like the ball has like half of it has like this extra skin. And so you spin the ball, oh, but the skin, skin stays. stays. So like, then you got to skin more. And then, yeah. And it has so to like catch up. the inside is actually spinning the But full it's spin. all connected. So it's all one piece. But like, yeah. I don't know. That's. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like, that kind of works. It sounds Thank like you. really inappropriate, but it was like, there was nothing else I could compare it to. So basically why this freaks me out is because there's like a direct line from the black hole to earth. So it's shooting neutrons at us. So I'm not really sure if they mean like, it's like, aimed at us and it always hits us or it's just in our general direction and we're always getting a hit mm-hmm. but either way they're not even sure what these things do and well i mean you know they could have been around forever but like it's just like these weird subtonic like they're, they're, these particles are weird because like I, I mentioned another one you can have two paired uh particles and as soon as one of them is observed the other one knows it 
Mm-hmm. And it, it goes to like that, that subatomic level. Like even in like Ant Man, like Ant Man might be like a realistic look of how things work like that because the the rules of science do not apply when you're a subatomic level. Hmm. They, they just don't, and it doesn't make sense. Why would it make like like the bigger it is, the more it makes sense, and the smaller it is? It, I don't know. It's just really weird. But let's cut it back over to you. you had a story. Okay, yeah, I did. Um, so there is another, in case you missed it, because <laughs> uh, these were like a month ago, I feel. But um, yeah, it was so, still really interesting to me. Like, well, it's I don't hard know. to, you know, I wanted to do this every week, but it's really hard to find like cool, like strange and wonderful stories every week because strange and wonderful doesn't happen as often. As yeah, or sometimes like... Um, it's just stuff that nobody really cares about, I think. I <laughs> like care. no one wants to like talk about it. Yeah, no, I think this stuff is nice. But um, yeah. you know. All right. So you were saying I can't explain it, but there's like other info that's out there that it's like no one wants to hear about that. All right, so let's hear about it. Okay. <laughs> so um there was this guy who tried to take his uh not tried, well, he brought an alligator to a Phillies game and um everybody was freaking out about it. But um it turns out like it's his emotional support animal, his emotional support alligator. Alligators have no emotions though. No, but for some reason this alligator is different. Like since so he met the oh, got like brain damage or something. Uh, maybe, but he met the alligator at like eighteen months. So this guy, his name's like Joy Henny, I think. I pronounced it Joe Joey because it's like J O I E. I feel like that's Joy. Joey. Or Joey, okay. Um or Joey. I don't know. I like I like both names. So probably Joey. <laughs> um yeah, he got invited to uh to bring his pet over to meet the players at this Philly game, and um, uh yeah, he like so, uh, rescues reptiles on the side. Oh, they didn't kick him out. So um, they kind of kicked him out because he showed up too late. Like the game was already starting, oh. so they were like, "Okay, like sorry, you can't bring him into the game." Yeah, this was beforehand, um, before all the people. Yeah, were there. they were gonna just bring him to the locker room, I guess. But you know, some people got to meet the alligator, which was which I thought was really nice. And um, he's had the alligator for like eight years, and he's never the alligator just you could pick him up and hug him, and he just chills there. He's just like the chillest animal, and that's probably why he kept him. I guess you know. Yeah, I guess people. I guess since the alligator has no emotions, maybe that is good. It's like having that friend who doesn't get frazzled, and they they're, they're <laughs> yeah. like a strong point for you. Like you know, they don't care. They just say that they're hungry or they're just good. So, yeah. like, you know, if you get angry, like, then you look down at the alligator, it's like, oh, you're right. Just chill. Like, if I'm hungry, eat. If not, just be chill. Yeah. Um, but the alligator is like uh, 60, sorry, 60, six feet and 55 pounds. Oh, he's like a dog. And yeah. And like, I feel like, um, you know, our dogs are big. We have 50 to 80 pound dogs. Oh, yeah. No, the baby is 60 pounds. 60 to, sorry. Yeah. 60 to 80 pound dogs. Oh, he's and 65 now, right? If I think so. So anyway, the if like they 80. were like aggressive oh. in any way, like they wouldn't be out in public with people. I probably wouldn't have even have kept them if they were going to be aggressive towards anybody or anything. Yeah, they only learn stuff like that because they never um, introduce to people and then people get afraid of them. So they pull back and so they see that and they're like, oh, what, what's so bad about me? All right, fine. Um, yeah, like we, we were always good at making sure they love people now. Like I felt bad because I said, you want to say hi to the baby? And he started jumping around looking for somebody to talk to. Um, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. There's nobody here. I didn't realize you're going to get so excited about yeah, that. Yeah, because uh, he knows you want to say hi or he knows who's that. It's actually funny that we brought that up about our dogs because we have like, you know, pit bull breed mix and everybody looks at them yeah, like bully. they're bad dogs. But recently a pit bull mix got uh, sworn in to a police uh, department like in Kentucky. And it's uh, I thought it was really cute. His name is Bolo. 
and he was a shelter dog. And now he's like a patrol oh. officer. <laughs> yeah, I remember you like, I the think picture. it's so cute. The guy was laying on, laying on the floor with him. Yeah, like, like the fact that I saw a police officer laying on the floor with the dog, I know that dog's amazing. Like, yeah, you how, said who gets down on the floor with, with a yeah. dog? Yeah, I, no, love, don't, it. I don't, love it. Don't hate the dog breed. It's actually one of the, they're it, it so can be sweet. aggressive, but they're, they're protective. They're supposed to protect your family. But even if you give them like uh, plenty of like, uh, interactions with people they're friendly with everybody yeah the only time they would even really maybe even give you issues because if you break down the door then it's like oh my god i don't know who you are you're attacking me i love my dogs they're so protective of me when we go on walks one of them's always like watching patrolling and the other one will pee and then those like switch and i think it's cute because it's like sometimes you don't know what's going on a block away but my dog does (laughs) yeah sometimes they'll be staring down because we live in a dark area and because not a lot of street lights and they'll be looking down a street and i'm like what are you guys doing? And then all of a sudden I'll see like a shadow. Of It'll like be like a person later, yeah, walking like, and they're like 10 blocks away, but they'll see that person. They're watching you. <laughs> and then when, uh, um, we're going to go back to a little bit space news. Um, mm-hmm. I, November 1st, Jasmine, um, I have trouble with names as you can tell from the last couple episodes, but Jasmine Moy, Moy Belly and Laurel, Laurel O'Hara were on their first ever spacewalk. Oh and my gosh! They they went back in and realized they were missing a two belt. Um, at some point, they um, dropped. Well, they didn't drop because it's space, but they kind of like hit it with their hand, and they, I think they have video of it, and it starts to like scurge away. Um, it's not the first time it's happened. A lot of people, the, actually, one of the first spacewalks. Uh, the, uh, I forget the gentleman's name. I'm so sorry, sir. You you deserve better than that. But he smacked the glove out, and it just went out into like space. <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. And uh, you could see it for months because it's going to be up there for months it started like 250 miles up now it's like 230 and when it gets to 70 miles above it's going to start burning up in the atmosphere so you might even see like a, a meteorite or something like that if you have binoculars you can actually see it so if you have a telescope you i want we need to get this we need this like yeah we're in because i saw a video of it flying clo- uh, across the night sky and it actually looks like a like a star or something going through or even like a ufo type thing Yo, I think it's uh, hilarious and that it was two women, though, honestly. <laughs> like, their I first love ever women, space but I just walk. think it's funny. I just it, think it's funny. Like, it's, of course. Of they course were so nervous. Happened. It was their first ever spacewalk. Yeah. I mean, let's forgive a little bit. <laughs> Have you ever been 270 miles above the Earth? I could never do it. I could yeah, never I do can't it. even go up like three, it. four floors and look down. Like, Yo. you're that far up. Like, you see the whole world as a ball. That's pretty cool and funny, though. Like, I like that story a lot. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, you, you, now we get something to look for in the sky. Like I, I was concerned though. Like, huh? Is this tool belt gonna hit somebody? <laughs> but the fact that it'll burn before it even gets anywhere, like, okay. Yeah, they did the math. It's never. It's not gonna come back and hit them because you know it's in orbit basically, and it's gonna come back around and hit them. But uh, it's it's dropping too much for it's. They say it's very le- uh, uh, not likely. All right, and on some dorky news, because, uh, you know, us at WKMU, we love our local libraries and our free New York City, New York public libraries. Yeah, I have. Um, oh, I sucked in some dust there. Um, <laughs> a house is dusty. Um, yeah, so yeah, we love the library. I have books there that uh, I took out like two months ago. I still haven't returned them. I didn't even read them yet because we got them because the power went out and I, I needed something. But our power was fixed really quickly, so I was just like, "Oh, I was expecting it to be gone for uh, you know a couple of, uh, days, and yeah. it was back on like the next day." So I was like, "Up, oh. 
don't need these books no more, but I love to read. It's just there's so many distractions. I'm sorry. Go back to the... Uh, this is a tangent. Go back to you. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, but well, this happened a, a little up more up north in Westchester. Y'all, y'all know about Westchester? Is that in England? No. <laughs> Westchester, that's like above the Bronx, basically. Oh, Westchester, New York. Yeah. Um, some lady returned this book that she found in her stepdad's like house. And she returned it. And it turns out it was a 90-day-old, sorry, 90-year-old book that hasn't been returned for 90 years. I'm telling the story really badly. No, you're not. But thank God. <laughs> thank God they got rid of the fines. Because can you imagine what a 90-year-old book must have bought Yeah, her? for those who don't know, New York City public libraries aren't doing fines anymore. But this was Westchester. And uh, their, oh, so their rules are oh, they don't, can't fine you more than $5. Like oh. if you return the book. If you if you don't return the book, they're gonna fine you the price of the book. But if you return the book, the maximum fine is five dollars. Imagine her stepdad actually paid the fine. It's like, all right, fine, I'll pay the I'll pay, pay I'll pay the book. Yeah, I'll buy a new book for you. And he just lost it, and she just happened to find it. Like, and then she nah. had to give another five dollars for being late. <laughs> nah, yeah, I don't know. Um, Who knows? It was ninety years ago. Like, you, it could be anything. Well, no, it was ninety years since they checked the book out. Yeah, so it's been ninety he, years. He returned it. After 90 years, yeah. 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 Okay. I'm sorry, I got the confused. Same thing? I thought you said that this happened 90 years ago, but this happened recently that the book was returned. So it happened 90 years ago? That the book was checked out, yeah. So this happened 90 years ago? Yes. Yeah, so oh, I see the confusion. <laughs> <laughs> the book got returned. Like I'm talking about, because when I'm, I'm talking about the, the stepfather, like whoever had the book 90 years ago, yeah, could have just like right, I'll buy you a new book because I can't find it, and then yeah. they happen to find it 90 years later. Oh yeah, yeah. And now yeah. she's returning it. Like now and she, she has to pay five dollars, even though yeah, because they're not gonna have a record of that 90 years ago. Yeah, they couldn't find it, and um, but they decided to just keep the book because it's like a funny story. Plus, it was probably a decent kept book, and it has some like history to it. it hasn't been yeah. touched in 90 years. Yeah, it looks like it's you know. Hey, it's a little yellow, but it looks good. Oh, so, uh, you know, this week or whenever you're listening to this, it's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And um, I just want to remind everybody to remember what you're thankful for. I think that we should be a little more uh, conscious of our blessings in life. I think a lot of us get hung up on the bad stuff that happens because that's easy. It's easy to get upset. Of course, something else happened. Of course, something else happened. And everything keeps piling up. And, you know, just remember to be careful and gentle with yourself. Take your time. Um, Forgive yourself. Forgive others. Um, It's not the easiest thing to do. but. You know, people deserve forgiveness, and we forgive, deserve forgiveness. You know what deserves forgiveness? The fact that le- everything you know about Thanksgiving is a lie. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. All right, so basically, we all know that uh, it was because uh, pilgrims and the Native Americans came together, had turkey in 1621, and this was considered the first Thanksgiving. But there's no mention of this until 1830s that um, the, the New, you know, New Englanders, they heard about the story, that story, and it was close to their traditions because European and Native Americans have their own harvest uh, like celebrations, which are, you know, they do have feasts and stuff like that. So they basically are saying, like, this is, I got this from the New York Times, they will just say, like, oh, that's close enough to what we do. They must be having Thanksgiving dinner. And that, oh, okay. And that because there was nothing for like two hundred years. But we don't this. know what they would have called it then. But I think what this, what they're trying to, the article is trying to say is that 
the, that's the assumption, but the assumption is kind of wrong because there was there's 200 years of there's no oral history of it and there's no written down history of it really. Yeah, so, I heard that our first recorded Thanksgiving was like two years after the actual Thanksgiving or something like that. Like we say that it's this year, but it actually could have been before then. Yeah, and it didn't even become a holiday until 1863 until Abe Lincoln made it an official American holiday. Mm-hmm. And um, I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, you were going with the fact that that um, back then it wasn't it wasn't the third th- Thursday of November or whatever. Oh yeah, and it wasn't yeah it wasn't even a set holiday fourth. until uh, Abraham Lincoln made it. It was a- before Thanksgiving happened in October, I think. Yeah, right. I, yeah, it, they, they actually switched it over to th- uh, November uh, to start jump basically. It worked because that Black Friday. They basically did it for Black Friday. They did it to jumpstart the holiday season early, uh, uh, like you know, for Christmas shopping. Yeah. So it was like a point to know everybody. Okay, this holiday is over. Go shopping because if it's in October, then Halloween's the last holiday, and then there's no incentive to go hurry up and shop sooner. So there are actually some people who believe that the first Thanksgiving was in 1637, and it was because they were celebrating a war with the Pequot people. They basically just wiped out the Pequot people. And they were celebrating victory. And they believe that's the first Thanksgiving. But, you know, some say that that's just a misinterpretation and stuff like that. Honestly, I think it's because who would want to celebrate that? Like, oh, what was the first Thanksgiving about? Oh, well, we came in and killed a whole bunch of Native Americans and took their land. Mm-hmm. Oh, pass the turkey, please. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, you know, I think people don't want that to be it. So maybe it could be like one of those hidden things that they don't want you to know about. So you forget about it. That's probably things. exactly it. And that actually makes me really sad. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm part Native American. Um, I, 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 you know, because of like, it's one of the few when I was a kid, I didn't know a lot about my my background culture. I knew I was white and Native American. But I, I, my mom never really spoke about my heritage. So the only one I knew to, I could fix say on was Native American. So I looked into a lot of history. And there's a lot of like crazy stories. And like um, Wounded Knee is, is one of the more sad. Well, it probably is the saddest um, story. If, if you're interested in knowing about a little bit of the culture and how the Americans treated the Native Americans, look up uh, Wounded Knee. Um, anyway, uh, the whole fact that the pilgrims too... They were built on a lie also. Like, all right, so why did the, like, you were taught as a kid, why did the pilgrims come to America? Um, I, that they were just curious, I guess, about what was, what was out there. No. The, the, the what we were taught was, well, I, I mean, I don't know. If I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know how to say that. But, um, I thought you would know. I'm sorry. Uh. Um, this is proof that our show isn't scripted. Oh, uh, it's because they were escaping religious prosecution okay. and they wanted religious freedom. <laughs> okay. But that's actually a lie. They had freedom. Uh, they came from Holland. They had political uh, freedom and, and uh, political religious freedom there. They did bring their religion here and send a post out at like uh, like a homestead. But that's not what it was about. They came here for money. Yeah. They were just like, oh, let's go make money in the new land. There's so much new opportunity there. So, you know, that's another, th- I don't know why, like, uh, there's this, I guess, story that they want to tell of the thing, but they changed, like, a lot of the real things to actually make it a story. Mm-hmm. Um, and have you, have you ever actually seen a picture of Plymouth Rock? I think so. Do you know how big it is? 
I mean, no. I mean, yes, but no. Like, I don't is know. Is it bigger than this? Yeah. No. It's not? No. Oh. I'm pointing to my TV. It's like 50 inches. Um, it's it's like this big. Ooh, I'm sorry. It's like this big. Okay. So it's really small. And there was no... Uh, this is where I meant to say this time, not before, about the oral thing, or oral history. There's no oral history or written history that um, the pilgrims actually landed on Plymouth Rock until later on in the 1800s. But even if they did, I wouldn't want, like, who would even think that? The rock is a little, like, rock. Yeah. It's maybe, like, a foot long. Okay. Like, it looked like a really big basketball okay. with a crack down the middle. So, and then, then there's, like, guarded, like, you can't even go near it. It's like, this This is what, No. It's it's such a small rock they they wouldn't even remember it. They, someone just like, they they fantasized the rock to make it look cool. That's probably not even the original rock. They probably just said, you know what, this is it. Let's just say this is it. It's the biggest one in the area we could find. And uh, then the last one we have is uh, there's no turkeys and the, there's no proof yeah, that there was turkey. I think I read about that. They ate like deer. I yeah, think. the the Native Americans brought five deer. Mm. They there was uh, turkeys around. But it's more likely that they had goose or um, duck because that's more like things that they're used to. I think, you know, turkeys yeah. are an American thing, right? I don't think, really think turkeys existed any, uh, anywhere outside America. I don't know, but um, turkeys are beautiful. Like, you Did know? you know Ben Franklin wanted the turkey to be our national bird instead of the bald eagle? <sighs> what, you... That's cool. Now I want a turkey as my national bird. Well, it's probably the national bird of the island here because there's freaking turkeys everywhere. I like turkeys. <laughs> FBI, open up! Oh, shit. We gotta go. Make sure you check us out on wkmu.podbeam.com. Also on Twitter, what keeps me up SI? Make sure you check on your friends. And as always, everyone deserves love, even you. This has been WKMU, What Keeps Me Up, signing off. This concludes our broadcast day. Good night. And God bless America.